Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and hang out with you, our homegirls, talk about anything that's on our mind, any topics that you guys want to suggest down below, and just have conversations. My name is Samantha, a.k.a. Mexican Chunli. My name is Marimar Rosales Sanchez de La Paz. And my name is Amy Diaz. And I realized last episode, I did not introduce my son, Guapo. He's going to be with us every so often. So this is Guapo, and he's happy to be here. He's chewing on his little cheese toy. Um, <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, and if you like dogs, then you can go and look at him. But if you're listening Say to something, us, Guapo. Let me see you. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, anyway, so today's episode, you guys, is going to be um, about change, which it sounds like a very, I guess, like basic topic. Like you're just like, oh, change, you know, we're used to change happening for us when we choose to have change. But we also get change in our lives uh, involuntarily or just out of our control type of change situations. Um, and each and every time we have to adapt to the change. Um, but I feel like we resist change a lot of times because we think we're comfortable like as human beings mm -hmm. we love change we think it's so comfortable um and i just wanted to get you guys's opinions any experiences or how you first of all i guess let's start off with how do you guys feel about change i first of all let me correct you you said boring and basic i think it's drastic it's, it's, yeah i was waiting for you, you said drastic? we all love it i'm like <laughs> I, I said we love it yeah no we don't all love it i think she meant the opposite yeah I think when you are um how do you say it? when you voluntarily are doing the change, you love it. Mm -hmm. But when you're not and you're forced into it, you're like, eh, I don't want to do it. And yeah. even then, I feel like usually people are afraid of change, which is why they stay in the same environments they stayed in. Yeah. 100%. So you want to go first? Because I got a lot to say about this. Yeah. How do you guys feel about change? Oh, I think... I think change is scary 100%. A lot of what we're going to say... Um, is easier way easier said than done because i could sit here and give you advice and then i could say and then the, the next day it's like you sitting here giving me advice and then it's like it's easier again said than to que me lo aplique and to do it um but i think with change nonetheless comes beautiful growth um and that's seeing the end of the tunnel getting to the end of the rainbow and seeing it in the positive limelight, but in the moment that we're in it, it's so scary to change. It's scary to adapt. It's scary to even want to do it and to resist, which, um, como se dice, it stops the progress. Mm -hmm. It, um, we're just making it worse on ourselves. You get me? And it's so easy for us to dwell and to complain. And I don't want to do this. And I'm so used to this. But once you do it, I think it's beautiful in every and any aspect. I would say, I don't think there's ever been a bad time that change came because even um when i'm thinking about the first thing that literally came to me just right now i was if you ask me where i'm from east l.a born and raised diehard east l.a i will never be like oh i'm from xyz no because i'm born and raised in east l.a when i was coming from east l.a i was forced to move out of what i was used to and come somewhere else and i hated it i hated it i hated it i hated it um the teachers would like talk down from me like um, about my hometown and I hated it and I was going against it but little did I know it was the best thing for me because I have a lot of no longer friends but people that I knew that either ended up in jail juvie ended up pregnant with multiple baby daddies um people Ooh. that are no longer here with us <laughs> yeah I'm like don't zoom into me bitch <laughs> <laughs> 
people that are no longer here with us. Um, it's just, how do you say, like, it's just so tragic. And I'm so thankful because if I would have stood right here. I'm gonna be like Chalino. Or right here. If I would sorry guys. If I would have stayed, I would have been just another um demographic. Yeah. Or statistic. Statistic. I would have been giggles from East LA. (laughs) I would have probably had a couple of kids. I would have not graduated. It's sad. It's so sad, but I think it was for the better but at that moment. Little Marimar bien terca llorando. (laughs) Yeah, well quería. I had shout out to my madrina at the time. She was taking me back and forth um she would take me from her house all the way to east LA in the morning super early in the morning and then after i would catch like the 60 bus i think and it would take me to montebello mall she would pick me up and then again in the morning until she couldn't no more and i didn't understand why they were taking me out of what i knew mm-hmm. the, my streets because i was so comfortable and when i moved over here i was like i don't feel comfortable going to the liquor store you know it's just so like um knew and it wasn't what i knew so because i resisted it for so long i wasn't open and i didn't allow myself to blossom and get to know people because i was always like "Uh uh-uh bitch who are you why are you looking at me this hard little chola from east l.a chola quote unquote (laughs) (laughs) no you did it um yeah but it took me a while it really did take me a while but i think there was beautiful growth behind that. And I mean, there's more mass intenso now as we get right. older. There's growth <laughs> to go through. But that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. So for me, to answer your question, and then you can ask me whatever you want to ask. Um, but for me personally, change is, it's hard. I think for all of us, change is hard. Change is not something that we look forward to doing, um, especially when we're stuck in our ways, especially when we believe something so strongly that in, in the way that we want to live and the way that we want things to be and the way we want others to be, which is part of, you know, a controlling factor that a lot of us have as well. But change itself, it's not this beautiful thing that we're like, it's going to be great. And, we're going to be so comfortable. I think we are so afraid of what can happen when things change because we don't know what it's going to look like Mm -hmm. and what's on the other side that we resist it so much. Like both of you guys said, we resist change so, so much because we don't know what it looks like on the other side. And so we stay stagnant where we're at because it's safe to stay here. It's safe to stay in the relationship. Quote unquote safe. Right, right. It's safe to stay in the relationship. It's safe to stay at this job. It's safe to stay at this home. It's safe to be here when in all reality, That's on the other side of that complacency and that safeness that it's not really safe, there's so much more to see. But we won't go there because of our lack of faith. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, I have a lot to say when it comes to the experiences I've had with change ever since I even moved over here when I was little. Like, that was a drastic change. Mm -hmm. Um, But for sure, change is scary. And change is something that I don't think most people look forward to until they have found themselves so enlightened by it that now they're like, fuck it whatever comes comes and i'm here for it you know how do you feel about it yeah i think like becoming comfortable with change is a game changer literally yeah 
Uh, but the process of becoming comfortable with change is so uncomfortable mm -hmm, that super. I think a lot of us le sacamos la vuelta y le sacamos la vuelta. And unfortunately, a lot of times when you're so resistant to change and you're not willing to change your circumstances, your circumstances end up changing you. Yeah. And that's where it sucks because it's like you saw the relationship not honoring you. And now there's bigger consequences from that relationship that now you're like, wow, like, I guess now I have to live with these consequences because I knew that I had to make a change, but I was so resistant to it that I didn't do it in quote unquote time, you know, because at the same time, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Right. Mm -hmm. But within everything happening for a reason, I do think that the lessons that we need to learn aren't always gonna come easy to us or they they might seem like it's it might seem like the road less traveled but you just never know if that road is lit because <laughs> you're not taking it because you want to be comfortable so bad and it also comes to the sense like having control issues um and wanting to quote-unquote control everything when in reality like we have no control over anything really like yeah. the fact that we wake up every day is a miracle you know blessing. for every a blessing for each and every one of us because we're all mortal beings you know so um yeah i believe in that i also have a lot of um i do think that a lot of the resistance to change is because we're, we're like at a young age a lot of us experience very drastic changes that we have zero to no control over. And we also don't have like, you know, the resources to talk to like adults about it and like kind of feel a little bit better um, of within a situation or how you or, or honor or, you know, just kind of sit with those feelings. And someone say like, you know what, it's valid that you feel kind of um, unsure or you're feeling a little bit scared, a little bit intimidated But, you know, things are going to work out and everything's going to happen for everything happens for a reason. La, la, la. But, yeah, that's my opinion on change overall. I have my experiences. Um, I know, Marimar, you talked up a little bit about um, moving from East L.A. to where you are now and how that was a big change. If you have like any other changes that you feel like you resisted to change um, about or that impacted your life that you want to talk about. And then we can move to Amy, too. I think a lot. There's um, everything from like being terca, from therapy to changing my um, communication skills because you're so in your head like I'm always going to be like this. Like I am the way I am. And it's like, no, that's you being what's another word? Stubborn. Yeah. And to think that because I'm like this, you have to conformar conmigo. How do you say that in English, guys? Conform you're gonna you're you have to put up with me is that like yeah the like, way either, that like I am? those people that say like you like, you like it or love her you can leave and oh, it's yeah, like no right. dude, you have to see um like let's say it's us right there's three of us and it's not just you it's not about me because imagine i'd be like hey guys um we're only gonna film on fridays and that's because i said so and if you don't want to then we're not gonna film it's like no bitch the world does not revolve around you and my mentality used to really be like well it's either my way or the highway and if you don't like it we don't have to be friends or if you don't like it. i mean i wasn't i make it sound like i was a fucking bitch but <laughs> it was a lot of um me being super close-minded and being like well it's only gonna be my opinion matters i didn't like to um would you say selfish i think yeah. we're all selfish you know yeah but and mm -hmm. i think unknowingly so it was very um wait i want to say something real quick self-absorbed 
because that's different than selfish mm, there you go i was in my own bubble yeah. where i didn't realize it because you know how there's people where you're like damn she's a fucking bitch and something something but it's because that's all you know mm-hmm. so it's not like i was being aware of like i'm this way and i always get in my way it was more like no sabia until i had to sit down i even had a, a couple sit downs with you amy where it was like hey you're not respecting this or like you're always telling me you'll be here and then you cancel on me or um I know I can't rely on you anymore. And I didn't like that to hear that. It's almost like hearing your truth and you're like, "Uh uh-uh, bitch, that's not me. And it's like, but it is, (laughs) you know? So I think a lot of things came out of that changing communication with the way I talk with my family. There was a lot of power in that. A lot of it came from therapy that helped me to word things differently and not just always sit on the edge. Like, Oh, I want to talk to Sam one-on-one, but Sam's going to attack me. She's a bitch. And she's going to say X, Y, Z. It's like, no, like, um, we, we've said it a couple of times living in the moment and not having to think ahead because that itself, um, kills it for you. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of things that my younger me, I have, uh, resolved where even when I moved from being with my mom, 24 seven with my mom, I moved with my dad and I was always like that got for two years, like I'm going to go back with my mom. And I never did. And I had to learn things from a young age that I was in denial about. I feel like. I'm in the hot seat. Like, you know, when you were younger and you would have a list of like, hey, we're going to burn a CD. We're on LimeWire. What songs do I download? I'm right there like, uh, stuck. But <laughs> from the top of my it's head, okay, yeah. those are things that um, I feel like have helped me work wise, too. I was never up until I got my big girl job and I was there for the longest. I was afraid to leave because before I would get jobs and I would be like, better opportunity, better money. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I was never one like maybe I conformar with the easy part. But then I got older and I'm like. We need stability. There's bills. I started getting the hang of things. And again, how funny because I was on the phone with Amy and one time I was like, I'm going to quit. And it was like one of the craziest um, seven months of my life that I wasn't employed and I have no type of income and I was getting blessed left and right. And I didn't see the struggle of it until I got in a really bad accident. And every day now I pray to God and I thank him for allowing me to see the importance of like little things where you're just like not thankful for gratitude yeah yeah so that changed me a lot too where i'm always thankful and guys before you era bien like oh the jeep of the year tenia pinche carro del año cada vez and now i'm just like i'm thankful for my bucket it gets me to a and b safe reliable that's all i need that's literally all i need um and i struggled for more than a year without a car and it taught me such a beautiful valuable lesson but with that came growth a lot of crying and people didn't understand me but you realize things like that are such a big blessing you know what i mean um Yeah, that's all I can think about right now. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's like no, that's one of the good. main things. Yeah, because yeah, you talked about relocating too. Yeah. How about you, Amy? So I think I've been placed on this earth <laughs> to go through so many changes. And I say it that way because when I think about everything that I've gone through in my life since I was a child and I still continue to go through now, I'm like, all right, God, I guess I am your vessel, you know, or I guess I am, you know, that person that you're putting through certain things because you'll be able to help others um, go through their situations, right? And so with cha- with that comes a lot of change and a lot of change that wasn't necessarily wanted or accepted at that. Um, and I talked a little bit about earlier, I mentioned, you know, moving from one country to the next mm. or to this country where I didn't know the language, um, where it was at an age where, 
kids are bullies and they bullied the fuck out of you, you know? Um, I was very insecure because of everything that had happened in my household with my parents. And so all of those were little changes that I did not want to accept, but I also didn't have the awareness of the resistance that I had towards it. So eventually, you know, as I went through life and I went through life with family and with relationships, I realized that I had a lot of resistance to any change, you know, even with my first relationship and everything that was happening there, there was a lot of resistance to the change that was happening at the time. Now as an adult, because I'm not going to go through my whole life and all the changes that I've been through, but the change that has been the most uncomfortable one that I lived through very recently was last year when I basically had to fend for myself, you know, and moving out of my mom's house um, was something that I looked forward to my whole life because I've always been very independent. Um, And I did it at the time, you know, with my sister and it was fun and it was cool and you know we share responsibilities and that was cool because I had a good job so thankfully you know financially wise I was good I'm good then um she bought her home and you know she went out and I had to figure out what I was gonna do with financially with myself with what I had and I will be honest I wasn't financially prepared for what had come Yeah, for what was here, you know, from like one day to the other, what was here and what had come. And thankfully, you know, I I'm about to pay my rent. I'm like, I haven't paid my rent, but by this time I've already paid my rent. Um, But it's officially been a year since I've been by myself. Congratulations. Thank you. Since I've been on my own, since I've paid this beautiful home um, and I'm in. With everything and all the expenses, you know, and the, and the, I forgot the the term, but no, well, not even that, but the cost of living, you know, with the fact that with inflation and the cost of living, how it's gone up so much in this past year because of the recession and whatnot, I'm very grateful and continue to be grateful for my job because even then I current, I recently got a promotion as well. And what God has shown me even through that uncomfort, uncomfortable change that I went through, he showed me that I can do it by myself. I got your back. Yeah. And he showed me that no matter what, everything was always paid for. And it was always on time. Had I had, I had to budget a little bit more than maybe ever before, but I still did things. I was still able to vacation. I was still able to go to places. I was still able to help other people. Like, I was still good even when I thought I wasn't going to be. It was like one of those things. I'm sure you guys seen it. I don't want to call it a meme, um, but like a meme picture where Diosito tiene un bonito oso atrás de su espalda and the little girl's already with her like comfortable, torn down teddy bear that she loves and she's crying and he's like, trust me. Yeah. You get me? But it's a scary thing because like you said, I remember you having like literally a short time to adapting and I just remember the whole thing right now that you're telling me. So to see how you're saying, like, I, o sea, está sobreviviendo. Yeah. Amen. Gracias Overcame a Dios. Overcame it. Literally, 100%. I'm sorry, guys, with my Spanglish, eh? Se aguantan. <laughs> but um, I'm so happy and proud to see you that you're so molded into a different person. Um, And even though we joke a lot about, like, oh, I'm tired of being God's strongest soldier. <laughs> um, 
he's shown you so much and you've changed so much in so many aspects that I'm so happy to see and to be here and cheer you on from the side even when you don't know what I mean I pray for you guys each and every day but um that's such a it's such an inspiring thing but just I love how it showed you one thing but it showed you so much more because like you said you started budgeting it helped you to see things in a different perspective be not that you were irresponsible but you're like no yeah now i have to really like this is me doing it on my own even though you moved out of your mom's you're like i'm doing it on my own right but you had a a shoulder to lean on you get me and yeah. then your comfort shoulder left and you're like oh shit out as he stoy in the trenches by myself yeah and i mean it's it's wild you know but 100%. that was part of what i mentioned in the beginning when you asked about change uh because no, I didn't like it. Yes, I was very upset. You know, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen, but it's our lack of faith. You know, whoever your higher power is, I believe in God, but it's our lack of faith. It's our, it's, it's our, the fact that we want to control things, right? And also, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the other side looks like. We don't know that there's a teddy bear on your back. We don't know what you're hiding. We mm-hmm. don't know. And when we don't know, we are so afraid that fear holds us in places and in in, in relationships and situations that we probably shouldn't be on, well, you know, or in. Highest, best yeah. Self. yeah. And so it, I mean, change has definitely like now I've learned, especially after that, like now I've learned to see change as a positive thing. Before, it was always a negative situation. Before, it was always something negative. And I think that's why now people that are coming in and out of my life, I'm so, like, my hands are so open to where you can flow in and out and anybody can just come, stay for however long and go or whatever the situation is. And I'm not gripping onto anything because I'm not in control of anything or anybody but me. You literally said, I am open. To giving and receiving love yeah period period yeah. i love thanks <laughs> so yeah what about you sam for me um like like i was kind of sharing earlier i think this sounds like a lot of our situations which is we had change happen to us early in our lives to where we didn't have control over it and that's you know some of it is like normal changes that you have no control over as a kid But then others are like very drastic changes that like impacted our lives for a long time uh, and like having to heal all that stuff. Um, So I know I went through an experience with my dad being incarcerated when I was 15 um, for nine years. And so that was a big shift because I went from a two uh, parent household, like a a decent family structure to what I I knew at the time, you know, for my, for as far as my, uh, capacity at the time, the innocence of a child, um, to just a a single mom, you know, like overnight, like literally from one day to another, like fool got arrested. And then (laughs) he said, fool, (laughs) and then he was gone, you know, and, and what happened there? Like I became my mom's like, Confidant. right right hand man like confidant yeah like basically emotional and support system you know and that was a lot for me at that age at 15 i feel like yes i'm already like kind of gonna become an adult but i'm still in my adolescent years i'm still learning about different things i'm still wanting to go to like football games i'm still thinking about college to be a kid um yeah and like form like a young adulthood type of life and then 
I have the responsibility of my younger siblings because they're like way younger than me. They were like 10 and eight years younger than me. So like I had to step up and do that. And then to the point where like even probably like two or three months into it, um, my so my mom had never worked like she was always a stay at home mom. So she started working and she started cleaning um, as her as her her job, her work. She still does that to this day. And um, but at the time she started cleaning um, a house in in like a wealthy part, like a little bit ways from our house. And I she she was like, can you go help me? And I was like, yeah, I'll go help you. So I would go help her clean the house. And the, the girl, she was like my age. The girl was my like they had a daughter. So she was my age and then they had like uh, somebody a little bit older. So I remember being that age and being like, wait, like how come like she gets to like have fun and like, you know, like live her normal teenage life. And I'm like here, like cleaning a house to help my mom make ends meet, you know. So it was like a very big shift um, from how I because I would consider us like, you know, middle to upper middle class at the time. Um. To like actually being like in the struggle, you know, and and outside of like actually, you know, outside of my control. So I think that for a long time, I've been very resistant to change. I've been very fixated on like, you know, this is comfortable. This is good enough for me. Like, yeah, you know, this let's just put an example like a car, I guess, like this car, you know, it like breaks down on me like every so often, Um, like you know, something goes off with it, but you know, it gets me to and from or whatever. And, and it's fine. Right. But it's like, if I have the capacity or if I'm able to upgrade my car so that I could have a reliable car or something of that, you know, of that nature, you could Mm -hmm. put that in a friendship. You could put that in, um, relationship, relationship in a living situation. It's like, you, are going to try to make the sacrifices and the changes to try to change it. Right. Yeah. But the resistance to change stops us for so long that we're just stuck in Mm -hmm. a, in a stagnation and in a state of stagnation. So I think that embracing change could bring us all out of those stagnant places to where we feel stuck, where we feel like we don't have options, where we feel like we can't do anything other than what it is that we're doing right now. But it's like, no, like every day, we can choose to change something that we are not okay with or that we're unhappy with. Right. And slowly or sometimes real fast, you know, things could really go in a different direction. And I'm experiencing that up like right now. So being in the middle of that storm, it's a little bit intimidating and it's a little bit overwhelming and it's a little bit like all kinds of stuff. But I think, Ultimately, it's for my greater and highest good. And so that's what I'm choosing to do. And I'm choosing to have faith, you know? Yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I yeah. say that because um, I think we're all afraid, you know, at some point we seen, I think others, you know, in our circle go through the changes. Also, I, I, I would think make you a little bit more comfortable to be like well they survived like yeah can't we you know but it's like, always easier again um it's one of those things seeing it like let's say right it's sam struggling and we're like here to support you but it's always harder for you being the one going through it for sure because again it's like that thing where we're like sam it's gonna be fine look at what i you know it 
everybody's different. Yeah. So I, I, I get that and I don't at the same time because even though you might know a hundred survivors and a hundred people that gone through it, you're like, Pero todavía tengo miedo, you know? Yeah. What I mean? And it's I think it's normal to be afraid because afraid or fear, I should say, is what has been instilled in us since we were kids, you know, since we were kids is like, no toques ahí porque te vas a quemar. Mm-hmm. No vayas allá porque te va a morder el perro. O sea, te van a robar. So what are your parents doing constantly to you? Their the fear. fear, they're giving it to you because they're mm-hmm. afraid that there something's going to happen to you, which, okay, it's fine. Like, I understand there is some danger level. out there to a certain, yeah, to a certain level. But then that teaches us since being kids to be afraid of everything. And so that's when we also become very, you know, close minded to whatever it is that our parents taught us, because now it's like, well, this is how I grew up. This should be the right way because I'm still alive, aren't I? Like, I still figured it out. But then we become adults and we're like, wait. We got to rewire ourselves and Pause. we got to figure all this out. And hold on. That wasn't necessarily the wrong or right way, but that was what worked for them. And it doesn't mean it works for me. Mm-hmm. And so how do I take control of me and the things I can take control of? Because I can't take control of my surroundings or of other people, but I can take control of who I choose to be with. I can take control of where I choose to live. I can take control of you know, like what I'm going to do with myself, but everything is self, you know, nothing is outside of self. And so I think more than anything, when we do have a higher power, it's just praying and getting closer to that higher power and saying like, you got me. And I release any and any resistance that I may have. We were talking about it. What did I say? What did you say? Um, rendering your fear. Yeah. But again, even that is easier said than done because I'm struggling with that right now. Yeah. Where I feel like we're all going through our own functions of flows and I'm over here like... I walked out of the accident, gracias a Dios, um, no scratches on... I mean, I had a couple scratches, um, but that was it. Very minor for a very, very flipping over crazy accident. My mentality was like, um, okay, what's next? I got into the accident. What do I do next? I remember. Um, I've always been on the go mode. It could be a flat tire. Okay, what's next? I'm going to change the tire. There was no point in me sitting and dwelling, but right now that I'm going through just like you, like a life changing, life changing thing. And you're like, okay, what's next? Survival mode. Yeah. But right now it's more like I'm scared because it's such a huge leap and you're just like, what am I going to do? And I'm trying to stay like, I'm over here like, every time I pray, like I render it to you, but I'm also like, okay, let's be realistic. You can't just pray and be like, God, give me the best job and I'm going to be a millionaire. Like, no, you got to work for it. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't let God think God's going to fix everything for you. You have to work for it. So right now I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And even though I'm trying to instill the let's live in the everyday moment, change is coming and it's coming in hot. It's coming in quick. And you're just like, what do I do? So I can't help panic. So again, you see how I'm saying it's easier said than done because I have said it. And it's almost hypocritical for me to be like, you'll be fine, Sam, because if I'm panicking, bitch, you're probably panicking. But we don't want to always talk about it because, I mean, I'm not going to talk for you, but I feel... It's exhausting me, so I don't want to exhaust somebody else. You know what I mean? It's I, a lot. I think, like, um, we also, like, need to examine where, like, the the fear of change comes from mm-hmm. in order to, like, actually work towards getting better at it. Because we could tell you all day to surrender it to God, and it'll have to be 
different like someone might have to surrender to god like 30 times a day you might be going through something where it's like 50 times a day you have to surrender it to god um but i think once you start making those little choices for yourself and like embracing a little bit of change like even if it's just like switching up your routine driving home one day just kind of experiencing being comfortable with the uncomfortable or even when things happen that are inconvenient to you being quick enough to be like okay like oh like you know i wanted a gray colored cushion but you know what they sent me um a yellow one maybe that's because i i need a little bit of color in my life or like you know like (laughs) perspective yeah the perspective having a little bit of perspective shift that's probably the best thing so for me right now experiencing a lot of change and kind of navigating through it i feel like i've been having like a bunch of epiphanies as to like why i am the way i am and just kind of seeing how i can do things a little bit different to where change is not gonna like try to like rewire my brain in a in a like a negative or compulsive like negative thoughts type of way because i i know because it's happened to me and we've all had to be in survival mode and we all have to be like i know that things a lot of times can't change but what if you just open up your mind to the possibility that they could change yeah. overnight you know right. and kind of being open to and that and that you'll be okay and that thing yeah or like that you know you said you're gonna pray for a good, what if you pray for a good job and it actually happens like kind of like gearing our like rewiring our brain to be a little bit more optimistic mm-hmm. regardless because i know it's very i'm a very logical person myself but I think sometimes optimism could really like change the, your perspective and the situation to like just to the level to where you will at least be at pe- at peace with where you're at because th- it is a big bringing life into the world is a really big change and I'm sure just like with like the media and the news talking about like all the things that are going on the inflation recession like all this kind of stuff and that's outside of our control and those are changes that we're probably gonna have to face like everybody at home you know but i think really seeking out each other and community for that like moral support or whatever support somebody could provide for you and checking yourself every time that you catch yourself going into that loophole of like thinking kind of negative in a way yeah gracias a dios um no soy mamá soy tía de todos (laughs) Um, I'm not a mom. Obviously, I'm, I'm already pregnant, so people consider you're already a mom. But it's not so much to worry about being a mom and raising a kid because I think that fear it already comes, right? It's more or so, um, I'm, and I'm going to talk on myself, is more of moving from my comfort zone of where I'm comfortable right now with my mm-hmm. family. You mm-hmm. get me? It's not necessarily like, oh, my God, I'm scared to bring a baby in the world and XYZ. It's more of having to leave what I've known my whole life and getting placed in a new home. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's everything that comes with it. Because it's not as easy as everybody knows. It's not as easy as like, oh, there's a house for rent right there. I'm going to go get it. Oh, I could buy a house. It's that easy. It's un- like, it's unfortunate the time that we live where everything is like, you got to make $150,000 a a month. You're exaggerando, no? A month to buy a house and to be qualified. And you have, a, have to have an 800 credit score and all kinds of stuff. And there's so many things coming my way. But I'm just like, you know what? 
let me be in control of what I can right now. And that's the hard part where it's like, I'm not about to stress like right now, like I need to move out by Friday. Like, but there's nothing I could do right now physically to help me get there. That's what it mm-hmm. is. It's not so much. Of course, it's because of the baby. It's speeding things up, but it's been a struggle. It's not something that I just like waited last minute. and I procrastinated on. It's something that has been in motion, but obviously it's not as easy. So it's the, the, Almost like sometimes the stress of it. that Uncertainty. Comes, yes. Of not knowing, is it going to be quick enough? Can I do it? Can I not? It's going to be easier to do it before the baby gets here. Is it going to have to be when the baby's already here? That's going to be harder. But I'm just like, I don't want to think too far because the baby's not here yet. I'm going to focus on that and the baby's going to be carried all the way full term. Mm-hmm. So I have time, but I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I have all the time in the world when I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So I think it's that big change that's coming in the unknown the unspoken because right. you could sit here and there's so many people that talk about positives but i'm like nah bitch tell me the negative be real with me like don't send me up for failure because then there's nothing but positive people where you're like let's just be realistic for one second and it's okay to not be okay you know what i mean yeah well you sure. could be realistic but what you do have to know is that what we and all of us have to know is that what we think we believe and so when we're looking at whatever situation we're all in, you know, because we're all independently going through our own situations is our thought process is what we're going to believe. So if we're already going into something and negative. thinking negative, because you can be logical, but logic is not going to get you the positive um, outcome because you're being logical about the, your situation in this moment. You're not having faith towards what could come because someone in your life, this house, you know, I can say for myself, it was, it was presented to me at the perfect time, right? That's just what it is. I didn't go asking for it. I didn't come looking in this city and like was looking to move into this home this house came and that's a perfect example. God sends us angels throughout our life, throughout wherever we're in, wherever we're at. And he literally will put the right people in the right place. So when you believe that, then that's what you're, when you think that that's what you believe. And so if you're thinking like, how am I going to figure this out? What is it going to do? I have to think logical. I have to think about the now. I have to think about the what's happening. You're not leaving any room for any possibility that could come to you because you're trying to take control of it. And so God is like, okay, go ahead and try to take control of whatever the situation is. Let me know when you give up, you know, and that's to all of us. And that's with you know, it's crazy. It could be not just like with what's going on right now. I panicked about other things. Right. And, um, to each their own. I don't know everybody's belief, but siempre me llegan, um, angel numbers. And Mm -hmm. I take that God communicating to me. Right. And I'll pray every day and I'm always thankful for them. And I always say, keep communicating to me because sometimes I feel lost. And the most, when I felt lost before anybody knew about my pregnancy, God kept giving me the numbers, um, and letting me know I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And every sign I would get was, you're going to be fine. Everything was, you're going to be fine. I would like literally be driving behind somebody crying. And there was a bumper sticker about your life matters. Everybody's life matters. Your baby. And I was like, how do you know my baby? You know (laughs) that I'm pregnant, but it was so many signs and here I am and I'm fine. You know yeah. what I mean? But even knowing that, I guess it's the control within me, the control freak in me the where resistance. I'm like, I need to know, like, don't tell me I'm going to be fine. I need to know where's the backup. I need ABC because I've always growing up. Like I said, I was thrown in almost like uh, trenches because I was no longer with my mom and I was forced to fend for myself and work and provide um, basic things that I needed. 
where I'm so used to having my own control. And right now it's like up in the air and it's like, yeah. God got me. My partner has me. And I'm just like, nah, dog, let me see well, the receipts. Where? You know what I mean? No, what I was going to say is that, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with logic. I just think that you have to have an open mind because if you don't have the open mind, opportunities could present themselves to you. But because you're so focused on wanting to be the one to offer the solution to yourself and wanting to, like, feel like you're the one that has to figure it out, you might not even recognize it as, like, a good opportunity for you um just in general like in life like if you're asking for like a better job or if you're asking for this it's like it's not always going to be presented to us like on a silver platter like how we might because we have like we basically have like um what is that thing called um expectations so when you have expectations and it doesn't meet the expectations you just see it as like oh like it's not what i want or it's not like the in the exact package that i'm picturing it but if you're like entrusting it into god and being like you know what like this is what i want i want something safe i want this i want quiet i want peace i want this and like i deserve it and i claim it and i know things are looking like it's it might not happen on time but it's gonna be on your time and i'm just gonna trust that i'm this is gonna come for me and then your mind is already like set to like actually like follow through with Sam, see it. you're my sign. Get the fuck out of here. I was praying this morning. You're my sign. I kid you not. I said all that. I okay. said, God sent me a sign. That's <laughs> ah, what I said. That's crazy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's funny because when she was talking just earlier when she walked in, I was like, what if it's not perfect right now? <laughs> you know, like what if what you're looking for is not perfect in this moment? And right now as you were talking, I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah you really know, is. but I, I mean, those are epiphanies, right? And that's exactly when you are open to the communication that your higher power wants to have with you, then you allow these situations and you know in this moment people to be angels for you yeah you know and that's what i mean like sometimes it's a stranger sometimes it's somebody who you don't even know and you're like god i need to see a butterfly right now to know that this is what i'm supposed to do and then boom all of a sudden it's not a flying butterfly but it's a notebook and somebody had a little butterfly in that notebook and you're like what the fuck but you saw it as a sign oh my god i'm just tripping out right now yeah (laughs) so that's how it works you know and with change Again, we're, you know, it's it's not holding on to your own thought process, what you've grown up with, but being open to new possibilities. Yeah. That's what it is. Change is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's, a, it's a constant struggle, but I think the beauty behind it in general, change or not, it brings growth and we could never stop um, the evolution of it because it's a, growth is beautiful, I think. Yeah. And just right now, like... Even though I feel like I've learned growth, like I said, I'm so scared. I'm only human. I'm not ever going to be. I mean, yeah, I do want to be. I'm lying. And we never stop growing. Yeah, that's what we want. That's the main goal behind it. Um, I can't even think straight because I just got the biggest sign. <laughs> uh, I'm super tripping hey. on yeah. I really am. We thank yeah. God for that. No, I'm but in. just think about even old people like you could have you could drive them around and stuff and they'll be like oh that used to be a ride aid that used to be you know what i mean and they've had to live and even though they have resistance to it and even though they'll be like oh the good old times like i back in my day well guess what (laughs) they're still in this day and they still have to be in this reality and so like what better than to like embrace the changes me acting like "Ah." yeah but it's hard in the process of it it it's real hard i'm not sitting here like fronting about 
no, but shit. it's one of those things where like we'll look back in a couple months and be like, hey, bitch, we remember? just laugh about it. Yeah. yeah, because you know what? Like, oh shit, I thought he was the one. The, the one I spoke, the one, the Amy I spoke with a year ago is not the Amy I spoke with today in regards to anything. Um, <laughs> Which you had to really be independent, solo dolo. Yeah, because I remember yeah. hearing the it just the, the uncertainty, voice, the yeah. fear. Yeah, I was afraid. And that's something. And now Amy's over here preaching like, "Bitch, let her go." And I'm like, like "Bitch, you, how?" You, like, I'm like, "God got you." Like, God is gonna figure it out. I you mean, know, I, I mean, think God, God figured it out for you. a whole year, and that's why I said I was never late on a payment. You know, I was, but it also took me being disciplined about my finances and being disciplined about what I was gonna do and how I was gonna do things. So, with that big change and that big life lesson, that big growth spurt you went through. I love that there's, again, the tiny little messages you got about discipline, about money, about money management, time yeah. management, everything. Because it's like literally those means where it's like, you're asking me if I could go out. I'm going to spend time where I just spent the biggest check on. Like, I'm going to be at home. You come visit me. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? I just pay rent. Come over. I got wine. <laughs> I know that's right. You got yeah. water? <laughs> I do. But you? Anyway, you guys. <laughs> anyway, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this um episode actually you guys could comment down actually actually <laughs> you guys could comment down below anytime that you've been faced with change if it was voluntarily involuntarily good experiences um i know initially they're probably bad experiences but we all have to alchemize and turn our change or keep changing like yeah. let's say it changes for the for not the best well then you change again the thing is this we're always in everything <laughs> and everything you think you're losing you're gaining something out of I mean, yeah. in everything in every situation there's something positive to look at and in every day even if your day is shitty as fuck you're alive there's always something it's just a matter of you looking at it from a different way. from a different yeah. perspective yeah and so, i'm gonna yeah. preach that it's okay to be afraid be afraid yeah. because know that something beautiful is gonna come out and you're gonna look back and be like remember maybe not too soon but <laughs> remember i was scared yeah. me right now yeah <laughs> yes so, yeah we're think, gonna watch this episode back i know i'm excited <laughs> think of us our present moment and see Woo! you know from uh, maybe we'll do like a freaking evaluating a reaction where we were during this changing time right and so where then, we are now that'll be a good one that'll be good yeah. yeah in a couple of months we'll talk about and this and that's why comment we'll down below yeah comment down <laughs> below we could re you guys could review your own comments on the video too that would be yeah, kind of cool yeah that would be that cool would be. but so thank yes. you for being thank here you guys. guys we love you until ya. next time bye Ciao.